This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. We are excited today because we are going to be talking about the Reformation Boise Conference. We began the Reformation Boise Conference back in 2017, celebrating the 500th anniversary of the Re- Reformation, and we have had one ever since, except for one year, and we're not going to talk about why that was not a thing. We kind of had one. We kind of had one. It was a, an abbreviated one. So that, that one. means that this is the seventh year, the year of completion, the year yes. of perfection. Yes, yes. It is the year. For Reformation Boise. So if you miss it, wow, are you missing out on a lot. So Reformation This Boise. is the <laughs> Sabbath of Reformation Boise. So much. Yes. Your yes. jubilee. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Cue the fireworks. Um, so what I'm curious about is, out of all of the Reformation Boise conferences, what's your favorite year? What's your favorite speaker? What's your favorite talk? I'll get this out of the way because I have not been to one. If we're talking about yes. authenticity. Wow. Yeah. Authenticity. Yeah. Oh, that gets you off here. the hook. Oh, Use that 50 cent oh, word. Yeah. <laughs> did, did he say authenticity? Oh, yeah. oh then all yeah. is well. He yeah. wants yeah. to be yeah. transparent because yeah. he's on a journey. That's yeah. right. <laughs> to more, more and better. Please tell uh, us more about your meta narrative. That's right. So <laughs> the next one's my favorite one. It, however, I will say this. Last year, we sent our whole staff and team to it, and they, ha- they were hugely impacted. And they... Just the, the weightiness and the glory of God that was emphasized just through the whole experience really impacted them. And they came back and uh, even changed our worship leader, the way she began to think about song selection and, and the, the engagement of the congregation vocally in the church. So that was hugely impactful for us. For me, 2021, uh, the one, I think it was called Be Thou My Vision with Robert Godfrey and Terry Johnson. Uh, favorite speaker, Robert Godfrey. And then the talk was by Terry Johnson, Content of Worship. We altered our liturgy on Sunday morning because of that talk. We started doing a a scripture reading every Sunday. We already had a lot of the other components that were there, but it just reinforced, gave us spiritual adrenaline for what we were doing, that we we believe that what we're doing is biblical. And I wouldn't trade our liturgy for anything. I mean, not, not to say that other liturgies like I know how you guys, all you guys practice. You guys practice with the same kind of basic every skeletal church, every bones. Every church has a liturgy. Yeah, you know, there's a, the way in which yeah. we conduct worship on that particular day. Right, but I would, I mean, going back to when we first planted, man, we, I just, it's such a meal on Sunday morning now, and I, and I'm so thankful for that particular conference to kind of give us l- more legs. I had the advantage of actually uh, years ago being in the same presbytery in Georgia with. Uh, Terry Johnson. So that was an influential time in my ministry. Uh, he held a worship conference at his church with uh, Hugh Oliphant Old. And uh, so I garnered uh, some of the stuff that he spoke of in that, um, in the, in our, 
in our own Reformation Conference here. So he is one of he is one of my favorites. I would say that uh, the year that uh, I want to go back to 2019 um, when uh, we were had Mark Jones and Cornelis Venema. And I think that I enjoyed Mark Jones talking on our union with Christ and our obedience to Christ as much as any of our conference speakers. I'm not sure if I could pick one year because the years are so connected for me, and that's Mm -hmm. 2021 and 2022. Um, Mm -hmm. One dealt with worship, the other dealt with the church, but they they kind of flowed into each other. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for me to pick one of those over the other one just because... Not that there was overlap in the fact that they were giving the same talks, but because of the closeness of the topics to one another, I mean, the church, one of the primary functions of the church is worship. Um, so I, 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 I don't know if I could say one of those years above the other. Favorite speaker, I, I'm kind of, I enjoy sitting under Godfrey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something. Um, it's like sitting and listening to your grandpa talk. And so I, I don't know if it's always what he's saying. Maybe it's how he's saying it's, it. it. There's a certain winsomeness when <clears throat> Godfrey, he pokes fun at, at himself. And yeah. uh, there's just a – I enjoy the fact that we always have two speakers. Yeah. Because with the two speakers, you have two personalities, and they play off each other very well. I, I, th- I think that uh, that's been one of the – uh, strengths of our conferences, not just to have one speaker come in, but ha- to have two of them that uh, both are speaking on the same theme. But and I think I would have choose favorite speaker out of those four that were here the last two years. Yeah, I always, I mean, I I've known Dr. Beaky for decades, and so I, I mean, the personal connection is so helpful. Jeff Thomas is just such a Derek Thomas. Our Derek Thomas is such a a. a a kind person and I, I i had the opportunity of, of picking up from the airport kind of transporting him around and he is just so down to earth he's not even though he's been on this speaking tour written all these books you know has name recognition he actually took the time to send me a text after he had arrived home to say i just wanted you to know that i arrived home safely mm-hmm. i've never had a speaker do that and and he was telling me just little personal anecdotes throughout, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, what a down to earth, just kind individual. Yeah, Godfrey, I did not realize doesn't drive, and so I had given him a car, and basically it came out. I I don't want to drive. I want you to drive me everywhere. So I literally was Godfrey's personal chauffeur the entire weekend. I mean, he stayed through a Monday. So I, I spent a ton of time with, with him and so thoroughly enjoyed. I don't know if you've ever met his wife, but his wife is so so enjoyable to spend time. She is from an Eastern European country, Hungary, I think. And that combination of Godfrey, who thinks he's Dutch, and his wife, who's Hungarian or whatever, is just a wonderful connection and so much fun. Um, and she was harassing him the entire weekend. He deserved it. Oh, he does. <laughs> and it, it was just so. Speaker, it's really hard because you get to know him a little bit and, and enjoy to spend time with them. And favorite talk, I actually might pick some of the Q and A's. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed many of those as well. 
So, but all of that to hopefully whet your appetite for the conference that's coming up. I know um, I'm registered. You, Vinny is registered. Yeah, so get registered. Yes, and I just enjoy being around God's people. I enjoy my own people week after week at, at church. But there's a, a little bit added bonus when you get to to worship and to learn and to fellowship with people from all over the valley. Yeah, that's a, that's the real that's beauty fun. of this that it, it draws throughout our Treasure Valley and even. Well, it's out like of one state. of the it's like one of the three Old Testament feasts. Yeah, <laughs> it each sa- Sabbath is is a taste of heaven. Mm-hmm. All of us talk about this. All of us actually believe it. That's not just throwaway rhetoric. This is actually what we believe, that every time the church gathers for worship, we get a taste of heaven. Mm-hmm. But there is an extra taste that you get at a conference because um, it shows the, the, a little bit more of the universality of, of the church that you don't necessarily get in your own congregation week after week. So a conference allows you to see a little bit more of, of the reality of, of the book of Revelation, that people are being called from all tribes and tongues and languages and nations. and So get a taste of heaven. Register. That's ReformationPoise.com. Right. That's right. So this is just – we did a whole series on summer reading, but I just have some quick questions about books. What's your all-time favorite book? Excluding the Bible. Edwards, Jonathan Edwards, A History of Redemption, uh, because it gives you an overview of the entire Bible, taking Genesis 3.15, that the seed of the woman would crush the seed of the serpent, and it, and he shows how that is in every story. I would say John Stott's book on the cross, it was more or less his magnum opus, you know, in terms of uh, his ministry, but uh, I combine that with uh, Krumacher's The Suffering Savior, and uh, those are my uh, preparations for Easter every year, and they, and so I'll reread those. A book from 1971 called Disciple by Juan Carlos Ortiz. He talks about his personal and church reformation in Brazil when they stopped playing church and started making disciples. Mm. I'm not sure what mine is. I've circled around and around on this for a long time, and I, I land different places, and I think it just depends on where I'm, my current state of mind may be. Um, right. So many have been influential, so many that I have read and reread for different reasons. So it's hard for me to pick a particular one. Probably probably Holiness of God mm-hmm. by R.C. Sproul, just because it was about the time that I came into Reformed theology. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you ask me tomorrow, you might get a different book. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Best book you've read in the last five years? The Contemplative Pastor. That one really helped reshape my approach to pastoral ministry. By Eugene Peterson. Yes, thank you. Uh, For me, David Chilton's Paradise Restored. I think him showing how the Great Commission will be successful on earth was super, super encouraging and altering to my theology. I think mine was Steal Away Home, that little biography about... Spurgeon and I can't remember something Johnson, uh, a slave in the United mm-hmm. States, and how their two lives eventually meet up. I don't know if it was just a time in my life, but that was a book that was very therapeutic for me. And I'm not exactly always sure why, but it touched a nerve when I read the book. Um, I didn't see it coming. 
and there must have been some stuff underneath the layers that I didn't know were was there. And, and I bought that book based off that recommendation. It's on and, my shelf. I haven't read it yet, though. And it brought out some of the stuff that was underneath that I didn't even know. And I, to this day, if you ask me to explain it, I, I, I can't. I don't really know why it happened. So, uh, what about your book that has the most influence on your life or ministry? John Piper's Desiring God, uh, because he showed how glorifying God and um, having pleasure and joy and satisfaction and happiness are not two ends, but they're yeah. the same end. Yeah, we we talked about the Westminster Shorter Catechism, what is your chief end to glorify God and enjoy him forever. Yeah. And Piper changes the and in that sentence to, to buy to to glorify God by enjoying Him yep. forever, and uh, that enjoyment begins right now. And uh, I would say that uh, I would say those two that book, uh, Desiring God by Piper, and the one that he called the prequel, The, the Pleasures of, of God, God yeah. are two. If if I could have only two books by Piper, those would be the two. I think that those are the most important books that he read. Yeah. And they were the earliest Early ones. ones published. Yeah. yeah. Chosen by God by R.C. Sproul. That began my Reformation. Mm-hmm. I have to admit that this is I – don't, I don't know how many times I've heard people talk about that book, and I have never read that book. Which one? Chosen by, Chosen God. by God. Oh, that's an excellent Are you book. even elect? I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how are you even a pastor? No. I don't know if you're sealed with the Holy Spirit, brother. <laughs> That, which brings me to my favorite <laughs> book that has influenced me, which is actually Calvin's Institutes. Yeah. It, it, okay. it literally, read it. literally changed the trajectory of my life. Who's he? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. On that sad comment, this has been the Gospel for Life, and we will see you hopefully tomorrow. <laughs>